0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, the key to BYU hoops in Las Vegas. What player needs to bring it for the Cougars to win it?
1: President Coach Steve Cleveland joins us from Vegas. Plus, T.J. Haas did something that hasn't been done since Danny Ainge was running the floor at BYU. Wow. Plus, we go live to football practice and Jimmer wins in
0: China again. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation.
1: Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts,
0: Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. Hello! BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day sports play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Wednesday, March 1st. Wow! Jerem Jordan alongside a man who believes March is the greatest
1: month in the calendar. Jason Shepard. It is actually mostly because it's my birthday, mm. but uh, 31st. March 31st. Yeah. Yes, in case anyone wants to send gifts, uh, you can send them right here to the uh, BYU I'll Broadcasting send, Building. I will send you gifts <laughs> via Twitter. Not gifts or gifs. Gift G I F T S.
0: Oh. Oh. oh, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. No. 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 I, th- I think March. I think March is the best month. I love it because March Madness. I love it because basketball, uh, college hoops, super relevant, right? Headed down to Vegas, West Coast Conference Tournament. That's all very exciting. Baseball season yes. for the Bad cats is in full swing. Spring training. Training, yes. i actually going to that next week. Very excited about that. Yeah, who are you for going to see, time? by the way?
1: Ma- Mar- Mar- but who are they playing? Mariners and who? I'm going to see the Indians. Okay. Uh, Mar- I'm going to see the Cubs, which is going to be awesome. In I'm Goodyear, the- right? Is that where they play as in Goodyear?
0: Uh, Indians and Reds are in Goodyear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it a good year?
1: No, the worst. What movie is that from? I don't know. Naked Gun. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs> nice. On, I think on when Vin Angel was going, it was just called Gun.
1: <laughs> Here are today's
0: BYU Sports Nation headlines.
1: It's your BYU
2: Sports Nation headlines.
0: Every time I hear that music, I think, enter your initials on NBA Jam. <laughs> the West Coast JMS. Conference awards are out. Eric Mika and TJ Haas were named to the All-West Coast Conference First team. Haas, and to for us. Career high!
1: 31 for Meka.
0: All league performers, congratulations to those two. Also, Haas and Yoli Childs were named to the All-West Coast Conference freshman team. Haas being named to the first team brings us to an intriguing stat of the day.
1: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. T.J. Haas is the first BYU freshman to be first team All-League since Danny Ainge back in 1978.
0: That's nuts. 78? Not even the Jimmer was first team All-League as a freshman? I mean, T.J. Haas averaging 13.9 a game overall. Again, these awards are based on conference play only, but the dude steps in and is first team All-League as a freshman. How about that?
1: To, to be in the same category Danny as Danny Ainge in anything is remarkable. Yeah, Congratulations except, to except, TJ Haas.
0: That's except, awesome. Except for fouls. Danny did foul a lot. He was the all-time foul leader for a long time. But we don't need to mention that. He did a lot of great things here. Yeah, nobody. Did, it doesn't matter. I know. Nate Austin took that
1: over. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things from last season. On the women's side, Cassie Broadhead was named WCC Player of the Year. To Cassie Broadhead with three. Broadhead. Three pointer at the buzzer. Good! We'll go
0: to double overtime.
1: Listen to this. Spencer's voice, it got pretty high. Yeah, it, it was it was a good call, though. Was good it was a good call. BYU has had four different players win player of the year honors the last four seasons. That's wild. That is that speaks very highly about this BYU women's basketball program and what Coach Judkins is doing, that you can have four years in a row win the player of the year, and it's four different people.
0: Rydolch, right, Hampson, uh, Morgan, and, and Bailey. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, Morgan yeah, Bailey. Morgan yeah, Bailey. yeah. And then a few years before that, Kristen Riley. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, that's awesome.
1: And the awards were not done for BYU. Kalani Purcell was named Defensive Player of the Year after she led the WCC in conference play with 2.7 steals per game, finished second with one and a half block shots per game. Also, both Broadhead and Purcell were first team All-WCC. Mackenzie Pulsifer was named to the second team, and Brenna Chase was named to the All-Freshman team.
0: Congratulations to all those players. Uh, we forgot to Mentioned with the men, notably Nick Emery. Nothing. Nothing. His, his uh, role has changed on this team. More of a defensive guy. He yeah. gets uh, a better defender this year since Kyle Collins with Chase Fisher gone, but he was a second teamer last year and then wasn't even honorably mentioned this year. I, I think that speaks to the uh, variety and variance uh, of BYU's offense this year. Different oh. kind of scores.
1: Yeah, there's no question. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a different dynamic.
0: His numbers are down. But I think they're down because you've increased the weapons offensively. Yeah,
1: you, you, you There, there are other options that have been utilized uh, differently. Yeah, and so I mean, it's yeah, it's just kind of maneuvering where the ball is going. Yeah. Uh, Today is spring football practice number two. We will go live to practice with an interview coming up later on in the program. And by the way, if you were wondering, the spring football game is March 25th at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Mountain.
0: It's always exciting, spring football in action. Uh, We'll go live to practice, as you mentioned. And Jimmer Fredette had 33 points and 14 rebounds today in China. (laughs) 14 rebounds. What? Is it bad that 33 points, I'm not even impressed. And I'm like, 33? Like a, honestly, this is did not you, a joke.
1: That's, a, that's an off game for What do we mean
0: 43? <laughs> in a 95-92 come-from-behind win to take a 2-1 series lead in the quarterfinals in the playoffs in a best-of-five series. So good luck to the Jimmer. Gmo, as they call him. Rise and shout.
1: It's time for What's
0: Trending, which is brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority.
1: You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation.
0: The key to Vegas. Celine Dion has it. The Backstreet Boys are trying (laughs) to get it. Elvis has got it. Donnie and Marie definitely have it. Of course they do. But do the the Cougars have a key to Vegas for the West Coast Conference Tournament? BYU Sports Nation will be live from the Orleans Arena tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. It's going to be awesome. Join us. And welcome to March. As we talked about, welcome to March. It's the month... When college basketball shines the most, the madness is about to begin, and it starts Saturday for BYU Hoops. The Cougars are going to the West Coast Conference Tournament with great momentum. They hadn't won back-to-back road games until last week at Portland. Now they've won three in a row, including one versus top-ranked Gonzaga Saturday. But who's the key to victory in the city that
1: never sleeps? That brings us to our Twitter question. Which player is the key to success at the... Gonzaga Invitational, a.k.a. the West Coast Conference Tournament for BYU.
0: (laughs) I started calling it that a few years ago. It's the Gonzaga Invitational. Are
1: we going to have to to read that just like that every time?
0: Yes, I think we're contractually obligated.
1: (laughs) First tweet comes in from at Coog. I think the problem with this team is they think they need one. We need starters and first two to three bench guys to show up.
0: Okay, that's an interesting argument. So the team is the key? The team is the key. I always like having an alpha male. I think we know who that alpha male is. Someone else showing up? Yeah. So use the hashtag BYUSN. At WCC officials just weighed in. We are the key. Everyone knows this. Ask Jerem Jordan. Oh, <laughs> uh, We'll see you in Vegas. You
1: pieces of work. You guys have a very interesting relationship. Yeah.
0: Yes, we do. <laughs> interesting is one way of putting it. One time it was, I think they said, hey, I hope we don't see you in a dark alley in Spokane. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, threatening. I was like, "Wow, this is getting real." Awesome.
1: Okay, what do you you mentioned? That you need an alpha dog. Yes. Well, I think that alpha dog. The answer to this question, by the way, begins and ends with Eric Mika. Oh, does it? Uh, he has been the most consistent player since day one this year. Yeah. It, 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 if it's true during the regular season, why wouldn't it be true in the postseason? That, that's the way it's been this year. He leads the team in scoring. Does his play guarantee victory? Of course not can BYU win without him playing well? No. I don't think so. No, Eric no. Mika is the correct answer to this. He is the key. He has to play well. He's the key. He well, I don't think he's the key.
0: I think he's the door, the lock, the frame. I think he's everything but the key. I think the You're right. You mentioned he, BYU can he can play well and BYU can still lose at St. Mary's. The dude has 29 points BYU still loses that game. He has what 29 at Gonzaga. Other people need to play well. That's why I didn't go with Eric Meek. I go with TJ Haas, the only other first team all conference guy. Carried BYU when they were down 18-2 at Gonzaga. If TJ Haas doesn't make a couple of threes back to back, you're talking about a very different story today and this whole week, right? TJ's been terrific. 14 a game, 40% from three. I mean, he's been he's been really good. There, I mean, at Portland, he fouls out, he has like three points. He hasn't been. Gangbusters every game, but I think if T.J. Haas can get it specifically going from distance, now BYU's going because Nick, Emery, Nick Emery's numbers have been down a little bit. There's a reason T.J. Haas is getting a little more of the load. Elijah Bryant is emerging, yeah. obviously, 39 last week at Portland. Uh, I think T.J. Haas is the key. I could see a strong argument for Elijah Bryant, for Nick Emery. Nick Emery has been pretty quiet. Nick Emery is a silent assassin. Um, he was with Michael Fassbender in Assassin's Creed, so he's been busy. Right now he's back I think after that movie tank. I was going to
1: say nobody Did saw that movie. Did anyone see that movie? Nobody saw that movie. I haven't even played the can game. Can we stop honest. making movies about video games please? Are you serious? No, they very no? rarely. Okay, another make topic. Any money.
0: Yeah, save it for May 12th. We'll have more time then. I think yeah, I think TJ Haas. I could see arguments though for all kinds of guys. Yeah, I mean like the whole bench. Like can they lift BYU should a guy be down? Because right now it's the Iron Five and everybody else.
1: Well, I, you, you mentioned one name, and I know this is going to make our producer Ben Bagley very happy, uh, Elijah Bryant. I, I can certainly understand a case being made for Elijah Bryant, especially with what he's done over the past couple of games. I mean, clearly, his the first thing that needed to happen for Elijah Bryant was get healthy. Yes. He's healthy now, and you started to slowly see him get better and then obviously had the huge game at Portland. So I, I can I can understand anybody that would make a case – for Elijah Bryant and you're right I think this speaks very highly about what this team can do because you can pick several people that fit into that category I, I just think that Eric Mika is the obvious choice because he he's been the go-to guy and everything goes through him and it has since day one
0: yeah I, I yeah Eric Mika I expect to be there if he's not you're asking for trouble for sure but yeah I think TJ Haas who do you think is the key to success of the Gonzaga Invitational, a.k.a. the West Coast Conference Tournament for BYU. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by Ahern Rentals, offering commercial and residential high-lift equipment in more than 80 locations nationwide. Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation at CPA underscore Coug. Eric Mika staying out of foul trouble and neutralizing Karnowski down low. That would be Tuesday night. As I say,
1: they're projecting already in the championship game. I like the way that uh, CPA think thinking.
0: I'm hoping BYU just gets to that point. Hey, coming up, we'll go live to football practice with Captain Moroni Laulu Pututa. Okay, he's not a captain. I just wanted to say that. Plus, President Coach Steve Cleveland. Stay with us. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV conversation's happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU
1: Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. West Coast Conference Basketball Tournament begins this week in Las Vegas. We'll have men's and women's games for you here on BYU TV. We'll have shows in between those games. And, of course, BYU Sports Nation, this very show that you're tuning into right now, starting tomorrow at noon Eastern, will be originating live from the Orleans Arena. The second home of BYU yes. Sports Nation. We love it. A Twitter question. Which player
0: is the key to success of the Gonzaga Invitational, a.k.a. the West Coast Conference Tourney, for BYU? At ML 17 TJ Haas, he is usually the catalyst to the team's production. That's an interesting uh, insight there. I-, I wouldn't say he's the nucleus. I would say Eric Mika is. But outside of that, you need uh, other electrons spinning around the <laughs> nucleus. Am
1: I, am, am, I, am I just covering all my bases by saying I just want everybody to score 30?
0: How about that? Yeah, let's just do that. Well, if all five starters do, that's 150 points. That'd
1: be good. I'd say I would like our chances at that. Yeah,
0: point. exactly. BYU hoops trying to get some buckets. BYU football practicing, getting ready for another tough schedule coming up uh, later this year. It is March now, spring football in full effect. So, joining us now, live from practice, uh, post practice interviews is Moroni Laolu Poututau Town, the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. MLP, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Doing well. How about yourself? Hey. We're doing great. We're excited to go to Vegas for the tourney. You guys are in mid, uh, mid-practice here, second practice in the books. What was it like today? Yes, sir. It
3: was amazing. Uh, second day, already making progress. So uh, coaches have pointed out some good, some bad. So I'd say we're doing well.
1: You said that, uh, that you think the, the team's making progress. Where do, you, where do you see progress being made right now?
3: Uh, just in the little things right now. Uh, we're focusing on technique, ball security, was one of the big, big emphasis today. So um, I'd say just the little things like that.
0: Let's talk about you. Uh, you're a tight end now. What was that decision like to transition to tight end?
3: Uh, you know, it was a mixture of a lot of things, I'd say. Uh, one, for the team, first and foremost, just where I could help out most. Um, I feel like we have a lot of good receivers and and a lot of good tight ends, but I feel like my, my, for me... To help the team better. Tight end was a better fit, and and also for my future as well. Uh, I think it was a better move.
0: So are you are you two twenty five right now? That's what you're listed. I imagine you're you're gonna put on some more weight to be a tight end, or will you stay the same?
3: I'm I'm, I'm about almost two thirty right now. So okay. we'll try and gain five six more and, and stay fast, and uh, <laughs> work with that. Are
0: are you, yeah, are you, I was going to ask if you're pounding peanut butter and jelly in the middle of the night like Alani Fool was
3: a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Protein safe. Peanut butter and jelly, O'Meal, you knew it.
1: With this being the second year under this coaching staff and this system, uh, are are things any different now that everybody's kind of had a year to acclimate themselves under under all of the the newness of the coaching staff?
3: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think so. And we're already seeing it. Um, like we said, one of the big focuses last year was just getting used to the the program, how they work, how the offense is, how the defense is. And now with everyone having a year under their belt, we've already made huge progress with the lifting. Staff was new. So we're already way ahead than last year. And I think absolutely it makes a difference.
0: The passing game, numbers weren't as high as normal. Part of that's due to less volume, you know, not go fast, go hard anymore. You have Jamal Williams, so it makes sense a little bit. But what should we expect from yeah. the pass game this year from BYU football?
3: Uh, Two words. Andrew Mingham. <laughs> that's what you expect. Yeah, hey, that's it. Enough said. That's my boy. He's going to throw the rock. <laughs> We're going to get it done, so.
1: Well, I, I know it's crazy. I know that it's crazy to think that people would be interested to to know how the quarterback is doing at BYU. But how how does Tanner look early on?
3: Like he he hasn't skipped a beat, really hasn't, and it shows because of the offseason workouts and and the work he's put in and the work that we we do together as receivers and him. So nothing but progress and looking good. It's an
0: interesting dynamic with Tanner, especially with yourself, since you went to the same mission, right? And you guys even, I think, went on splits and on a P-Day through in a soccer <laughs> stadium or something. Can you retell see, that story? See,
3: see, see. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we got to be in the same city, not in the same zone, but, but close. So one P-Day we emailed, hey, let's meet up at the it's a, it was a soccer stadium. And we got some missionaries together and threw some polos, threw some streaks, and a little bit of... Twenty on twenty with the scenario, so it was fun. Twenty on twenty. <laughs> well, you can't disclude people. I mean, come on, you gotta include everybody. <laughs>
0: participation. Everybody in the whole zone.
3: Yeah, go. they all want to play, so we did twenty on twenty. Sisters want to play too, probably too, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Now, Jerem mentioned obviously that Jamal Williams is no longer there, and beyond just what the team loses with his on the field production. You're also losing a little bit of something with uh with his personality and his uh lightheartedness and telling jokes and whatnot. Is there anybody on the team that has maybe picked up the mantle of being kind of that uh kind of the funny guy?
3: <laughs> well, I don't think you can ever per- replace someone like Jamal. Um, props to him for who he is and, and what he's doing, so shout out to him. But you know, we got a lot of personality out on the team. We got Squally, one of his boys, we got you know, Trey's a new guy coming in. He registered last year. So we got a lot of personality on this team, so I don't think we'll lack any of that.
0: Tanner Mangum's famous for a couple of Hail Marys his freshman year, of course, 2015. Then last year we joked mm-hmm. in the bowl game that he threw a five-yard Hail Mary to Tanner Baldery. Uh, have you guys <laughs> had some fun with that play? Because that play was <laughs> wild in the Poinsettia
3: Bowl. Uh, I think if anyone gives him gives crap about that, it's Coach Colani. <laughs> uh, he, he probably keeps talking about that, but that's just in his dreams. Like if the cannon's locked, he's got to throw it. It just he's got to fly. It, so,
1: <laughs> as a tight end, how is the overall tight end position group looking?
3: Oh, uh, it's good. We got some some new guys coming in to help with depth. Um, I think it really helps with having this system already a year year under their belts and. And I already knew the plays from last year because I was in the slot a lot. So I think we're we're ahead a lot more ahead than last year.
0: Last week, BYU announced a uh, two game series with Tennessee. Uh, I believe you'll be a senior when that game is played, um, or or that might be after the year after. But BYU continues to schedule these uh, great games. What's it like being in the program, knowing that Tom Homel is setting up these kinds of games in the future?
3: Oh, it's amazing. I mean, this is what you live for. You live to to play the best. Uh, to give yourself opportunities and a chance to be successful, so I'm more than grateful and and really happy to be able to play these these teams with our boys.
1: I'm always interested in what the team-building activities are going to be, and you guys actually did something uh, over the weekend before practices officially started. What was it you guys did, and how did it go?
3: Oh, we did a little paintball. Got some wealth to prove it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We got some... uh, snipers in there. We got the the chargers. We got uh, everything. It was fun. Good team bonding. Little anger release, too. You know, the ones you don't like to shoot them in the leg right there. You know? So it was good. Good team
0: bonding. Are you saying there's some guys on defense you targeted?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say that. You said it on me. <laughs> now that's
0: 20 on 20 when we talk about numbers. That's crazy.
3: Who, yeah. That was 20 on
0: 20. Who, who in that was the most uh... Maybe overexcited, you know. There's always the the guy or guys that are like way into it, and you're like, "Whoa, wow! Who who was really <laughs>
3: into it?" I I can think of one was into it, but he was really good. and that was Braden Elbacker. our pulled back. so mm. that dude was a machine. He was going in there. He probably got like 15 kills a game. I don't know. He was
0: doing <laughs> fire. <laughs> one for each uh, yard after contact against Union University. <laughs> so yeah. now now in
1: yeah. a situation like that, do the do the coaches participate and if so, who dares shoot one of their coaches?
3: You know, they're too scared. <laughs> they, they they'll know it's coming, so they don't want to play. <laughs> You know, uh, we had some of the GAs play, though, so that was fun. Yeah,
0: yeah you can go after uh, JD and Jan for sure. Hey, <laughs> Moroni, we appreciate the time, man. Good luck in springball. We'll be watching. No problem. All right, thank you much. Okay, Moroni, Laulu, Puchitao, and the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. You like, love those activities.
1: Like, who's, like if, you're, if you're wanting more playing time, the, the worst thing you could possibly do oh, yeah. is shoot your coach with a paintball. <laughs> it's the worst possible thing.
0: Yeah, I tend to avoid <laughs> shooting the boss, Michael Miner, with a paintball. <laughs>
1: have you ever played that? By the way,
0: I've actually never been paintballing. I neither have I. I don't
1: need that. I yeah, I am perfectly fine to go the Hi. rest of my life without having played paintball. These are these are soft bullets. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because here's the deal. I know that because you wear armor, so to speak. I, I can promise you I will get hit where there is no armor. Yeah, like, if unless my neck, unless well, I've got
0: piece, piecemeal. I would well, need like I, full body yes, armor yes. in,
1: in order to play this.
0: No, I'm weak. Sauce. Double it's double thick, to... by the way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, man, spring ball, the fourth most popular sport at BYU. <laughs> I love it. I do. love it. It's fun. Hey,
1: it's another reason to enjoy March. It's another reason yeah, I, why we
0: love March. I love March. March of the Penguins. Pretty good movie. I actually did see that. Yeah? yeah? Yeah.
1: I don't really remember much other than Morgan Freeman. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It was good enough. Hey,
0: our Twitter question. Which player is the key to success at the Gonzaga Invitational, a.k.a. West Coast Conference tourney for BYU at Passeron Ron be the whole team playing like they have in the last two games? Last three, I would say, yeah. at San Francisco. That's the hope. You can link that to Vegas.
1: Yeah, there's, there's no question that the team is entering – the West Coast Conference Tournament on a high note, to say the very least. of the
0: season, I would say.
1: Yeah, with, without question. Yeah. I just love the fact, though, that we just spent an entire segment talking about spring football. In fact, hit it! Okay.
2: Countdown to the Vikings!
1: 178! What are you doing? I'm
0: trying to distract you. You're
1: wasting all these Kleenexes!
0: Here, I'll take them back. I can still use <laughs> you them. do need these. Here, I'll stuff them back in there. Yeah, I was trying to distract just,
1: you. Just a note to everybody that walks into the set, onto the set, uh, probably don't want to use those Kleenexes now. Yeah, I'll take them with me. I'll take them to Vegas. Come on, we're it's in spring football. Can you not get behind the countdown during spring football?
0: <laughs> I've got to concern my energy a little bit <laughs> at this point, point. and I'm not going to waste it on the countdown to the Vikings. Get out of here. At some point, I'll embrace it, but it's not now
1: you probably like embrace it like 30 days before.
0: No. Uh, at a 100 for sure. It's just what s- media day maybe? I don't know. I it depends. Like spring football. Hey, on signing day I think we did it. We were excited. We were like, "Hey, football." Yeah.
1: Hey football. Why can't if it's
0: exciting then, I why don't. can't spring, it be exciting when it's closer? Spring f- football's cool. It's actually it's not actually that exciting. Like what news have we learned that's like, "Wow!" Like I enjoyed the interview I enjoyed the interviews, but I mean just like until the spring game happens, yeah,
1: I'm stoked. I'm stoked, but I need a little more. <laughs> you're wait, you're waiting for a good answer. You still an I'm still waiting for you to justify not getting behind the countdown. Yeah, I, okay. I'm I'm not hearing anything to this point. <sighs> Went in Rome. coming up.
0: Football practice number two in the books. Great interview with MLP. But uh, first, we'll talk with President Coach Steve Cleveland coming up from Vegas. His key. To the Gonzaga Invitational for BYU hoops. Plus, what did T.J. Haas do that hasn't been done here since Danny Ainge? That's pretty crazy.
1: I can't believe it. Yeah, to 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 have your name side by side with Danny Ainge as the only two freshmen to get the first team All Conference, I, is I
0: can't believe BYU has impressive.
1: <laughs> to be a freshman
0: and to start is one thing. Yes, I mean there haven't been them. Jimmer Fredette didn't start. You know who started over Jimmer? Ben Bur- Ben Murdoch. Who's selling cars now, baby? Haas, hand to Mika for a career high!
2: 31 for Mika.
0: Mika was awesome this year, Haas was awesome, first team All-League. Haas and Yoli Childs were named to the All-WCC freshman team, by the way. TJ Haas, listen to this, first freshman to be first team All-League since Danny Ainge in 1978. Are you serious? It's been a year after Star Wars to now <laughs> since
1: BYU had a first team freshman i love how that's how you mark that time is that it's a year after star wars from mark wilson's sophomore year <laughs> to now no uh junior year well the uh, the good news uh, continued with the wcc awards on the women's side as well cassie broadhead named the player of the year to cassie broadhead with three broadhead three-pointer at the buzzer good we'll go to double you like that stat about T.J. Haas and Danny Ainge? How about this? BYU has had the last four players of the year. All four years, they've been different players. Player development. Yes. Player that, development. That is questions. an impressive basketball program uh, right Kenny, there. Player of the year. <laughs> Kalani Purcell was also named defensive player of the year after she led the WCC uh, in conference play with 2.7 steals per game and finished second with one and a half block shots per game. Then he calls her Kalani. I know. I know. Yeah. Not Kelani Moyaki. Come on, Jenny. let's go. <laughs> uh, both Broadhead and Purcell were first-team All-WCC. All-WCC. Mackenzie Pulsifer was on the second team, and freshman Brenna Chase was named to the All-Freshman team.
0: Very nice. And today is spring football practice number two. It was in the books. If you missed it, we talked to Moronai Laulupututau. He guaranteed an undefeated seat. No, I'm just playing. Great interview with him. <laughs> He's a tight end now. Trying to gain a couple more pounds. Uh, The spring football game is March 25th, 3 Eastern time, 1 p.m. Mountain at Lavelle Edwards Stadium.
1: And Jimmer Fredette had 33 points and 14 rebounds today in China in a 95-92 come-from-behind win to take a 2-1 series lead in the best-of-five quarterfinals playoff basketball in China. And how about this? Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, it's a Woj bomb on he's, Twitter. He's the
0: NBA reporter.
1: He, yes, right now works for uh, Yahoo and the Vertical. Uh, covers all things NBA. He's probably the best around. He's saying his sources are telling him that Jimmer Ferdette, who, as we know, is playing for Shanghai in the playoffs, has begun to engage NBA teams on a possible return to the NBA this
0: month. Hmm. We discussed this a few weeks ago. Do you want to see Jimmer get another chance? Well, of course um, I do. Yeah. So we'll see here's if what, Jimmer lands in the NBA. Here's he can't what I play for a playoff well, team. Here's like. what
1: I don't know. I, it was my understanding that you had to be on an NBA roster by today in order to be playoff eligible. <laughs> that's
0: why he's engaging people
1: today. <laughs> so now, <laughs> hey, now give it, me in. it may have need. You may have needed to be on the roster by the time midnight switch, and it became today, or maybe it's just by the end of the day. I don't yeah, know that. Yeah. But if, if that's not the case, then Jimmer could go on any team, he just would not be playoff eligible if that team happens to go to the postseason. We'll
0: keep an eye on that. Uh, Steve Cleveland is in Las Vegas as we prepare for our coverage of the West Coast Conference Tournament, and he's on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. We're very excited to get down to Vegas. We'll be live there tomorrow. Steve Cleveland, president coach, how are you doing, brother?
2: I'm doing good. Doing very
0: well. Awesome. I
2: wish, I wish we had time today to tell you some Adrian Ortonoski stories when he was at Fresno State covering the, the Bulldogs <laughs> when Tarkanian was here. So you know him. Uh, that would, oh, yeah, that would make for a long show. I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I could write a book on all that. Adrian's a great guy and uh, an uh, and outstanding writer.
1: What, what do you make of the possibility of Jimmer coming back to the NBA for maybe even for a, you know, a, a month and a half? But what are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I think that was, I mean, from the beginning, that was the plan. So um, I think that everybody's looking for players, and I think it's a great idea. And uh, it gives him another opportunity. We'd all like him to have another opportunity. But um I think coming from China in that situation, um, he'll have been playing, he's got a lot of confidence. Uh it's just a matter of whether someone wants to take a chance on him and we've talked about this before. Um, you know, he's not really a point guard in the NBA. Uh he's he's gotta be a two, there's just some size issues and he's not really a guy that sits in the corner and spots up and shoot threes. So you gotta find the right right place for him. But he's plenty good enough. There's a lot of guys in that league that can't shoot, so why not give him a chance?
0: Guys that can shoot won some awards as well yesterday with the West Coast Conference uh, awards. Did you think those were fair? Player of the Year Williams Goss, Coach Few, Newcomer Williams Goss, Defense Player of the Year yeah. Rehan.
2: Yeah, I thought they were all fair, to be honest with you. And I thought it was wonderful that TJ would made that team because he played really, really well in the WCC and bumped up all of his averages you know, in scoring two or three points from regular season and just assists and had a real impact on the team late uh so no I thought it was all fair and I mean Mika had a great year but when you have two players that have great years and one wins a championship and one doesn't you go with one who won a championship
1: we obviously know how big at the you know knocking off the number one team on their floor it's now three years in a row that BYU's won at Gonzaga what does that win mean for BYU heading into the tournament
2: I think collectively as a team it increases their confidence um, it also increases our understanding of everybody having a role. I mean, I think right now everybody's all in. And I don't think that's been the case. And I think people understand their roles. And, and, and unless you do understand their role, it's really hard for you to, to play at the highest level. And I think the other thing is that they – Not. I can't speak for the last two years, but I think this team knows that they can control the pace of a game. And they love the pace and to attack and transition, but they can be patient as well as they did the last five minutes. And, and something we all know, talent – is never, ever, ever enough by itself. You've got to have an IQ, and you've got to have execution, and they demonstrated that that last week, especially against Portland as well. So both games, they demonstrated that they took their game to another level.
0: President Coach Steve Cleveland is on BYU Sports Nation. Does the win at Gonzaga change anything for BYU going into Vegas? What, what does it change?
2: Well, I, I, don't, I think that... Uh, here, here's what I think is really important. Expectations... Uh, our expectations, and they've been dealing with those all. You know what? The expectations just got increased again because of that win. But expectations are good. You can't be great unless there are expectations. I think for the first time I've seen and witnessed players take ownership of this team where they hold each other accountable. And I've kind of been waiting for this for a long time, to be honest with you. I mean, they got great coaches at BYU, and they're preparing these young men to play and compete. But until a team takes ownership of themselves – uh, they never, ever reach their ceiling, and I think you're seeing more of that. They need to continue to do that, not just in this year and the coming years. If they want to be what they want to be, they have to take ownership. It's got to be their team. They've got to all be in.
0: Who and when did you see that happen?
2: You know, I, I, just did, I saw it at Portland, to be honest with you. And I know we're playing a team that lost 14 in a row, but they shared the ball, uh, they, they communicated with each other on the phone, on the floor. They, they, they came off the floor because I was sitting there doing the radio, so I was right there next to the team. I saw guys suggesting and getting into each other about doing certain even in a win, hey, we can be better, we can do this. I wasn't sitting on the floor at the Gonzaga game, but as I watched it, you know, you just saw more communication between players. Hey, you've got to have great coaches, but great teams coach themselves once they get on the floor and they hold each other accountable.
1: Coach, our Twitter question today is, which player is the key to success for BYU at the West Coast Conference Tournament? Uh, I went with Eric Mika. uh, Jerem went with TJ Hawes. Uh, Do you agree with either one of us, or are you you going out on a limb uh, by yourself?
2: Well, I think if they can continue to get the play out of Elijah Bryant that they've got, I I expect TJ and Mika to do what they've been doing, so I don't think that's going to be a surprise that they do. But Elijah had a big breakout week there where you know he, he goes 39 and he 14, so it's 53 points. If he, if he becomes a steadying influence in this team and they know they can count on him for 15 or 16 points a game, then that might be the difference maker. That might be the X factor.
1: What, what has clicked with him? Is it just finally being healthy, or, or is there something else?
2: I think it's a combination of being healthy, playing, probably frustrated, uh, probably coaches talking to him, watching film with him, uh, realizing he's not playing to his potential. He's trying to force everything. He finally let the game come to him, and uh, he's just, he just more patient, under control, and, and even, even doing the interview with him on radio after the Portland game, he just seemed to have a presence about it and be in the moment in terms of just, okay, I can breathe. I'm going to do this. I'm going to play. I know I can play. I've, I've done this my whole life, and it's time that I do it. And I think that uh, – you know, he's to be given a lot of credit for that. And he, they, they're going to need him to play well in this tournament if they expect to win the tournament. I mean, we, kind of, we think we know Mika and TJ, for the most part, will be there. You know, the, the key thing now is can, how do you follow up a great week and the most important week of the year.
0: Okay, let's say it's next Wednesday and we're chatting okay. and BYU won the tournament. What did BYU do to do it?
2: Well, we'll go back to your Eric Meeker. I think he stayed out of foul trouble and, uh, and he's healthy. And uh, they can't beat St. Mary's or the Zags. I'm not sure they can beat LMU unless Eric Mika goes for his 20 and 10 in place. Well, that's number one. Number two is that the three guards score at least 35 plus points a game. I don't care how they do it, but collectively, they've got to be in that 35 to 40 point range where the three of them are playing well to win back to back games against two really good teams. And then, like I've said before, it, you know, and they don't normally, you know, they, officials will not call these games really loose. I mean, they'll, they'll let them play. You know, they'll let them play, but if you, could, if BYU gets, if they win this thing, you're going to look back and see they got to the free throw line maybe 15, 20 times. And then that BYU continued to play with a sense of urgency. We'll look back on this and man, they played with a sense of urgency every single night defensively. And I think, uh, I think that's important. You know, we, the one thing we all need to understand is that LMU game, you know, sometimes there might be letdowns and, uh, and I I don't think there will be a letdown for for LMU because they've had a week to digest this thing and watch film and practice and strength and conditioning and go to class and coaches telling them. So I don't think there will be a letdown, but I promise you this, that LMU believes they can win this game. They lost by five. They lost by three. They're a senior-laden team, and they don't care who BYU beat last weekend. This, this is their year, and it's their time, and they have an opportunity to do something. And that's the mindset that they're coming in. And if there's a single-player coach, fan, or anybody that believes it any differently, then you are brisk-led. Because I promise you that LMU will come out ready to play and give BYU everything they want. And that's why it's important for BYU to do the same things they did last weekend. And they've got to put themselves in a situation where they don't allow LMU to control that game. And uh, we've, I've watched both those games, and in both those games, LMU at times look really, really good. Um, I'm not sure if they completely believe it, but BYU makes to take all that belief away early on in this game because if they go down to the wire again, it's, it's a slippery slope. So I don't think anybody can overlook LMU even though we expect BYU to win that game.
0: Coach, we appreciate the time. Uh, we're going to see a lot of you down in Vegas the next couple days. Uh, yeah, yeah warm, get get that pool ready to go for us uh, as we <laughs> descend on Vegas.
2: Hey, you know these or, new or, these Orleans rooms, uh, they're missing a few things. I'm not even sure this place has a pool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll just go to another pool. We'll, there we go. We'll just find another hotel. It's all good. Coach, all right, we appreciate good the time, to you guys. Have hey, a great day. We'll see you Thanks. soon. That's President Coach Steve Cleveland on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline. Desert First, your values,
1: your timeline, your financial future. They I, have pools I, in New Orleans, right? I, I'm sensing a segment, uh, pool hopping with Coach Cleveland. Pool ho- oh, dude. Just it, going from pool to pool. Just going around Vegas. <laughs> President Coach awesome. Steve Cleveland. <laughs> Sounds great. I can't wait,
0: man. <laughs> Which player's key to success with the Gonzaga Invitational? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, your tweets and reactions to who you think the key is. I think Eric Mick is the door. T.J. Oz is the key. What do you think? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I'm Jeremy. He's Jason. We're live in Studio B. It's by Studio C with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern
1: time. It's a big, big week. The West Coast Conference Basketball Tournament begins this week in Las Vegas. We'll have men's and women's games here on BYU TV. We'll have shows in between those games. And BYU Sports Nation will be live from the Orleans Arena beginning tomorrow at noon Eastern time.
0: In case you missed it, Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, the the NBA reporter, tweeted the following. uh, Let's see, how many minutes ago? Uh... About twenty-three minutes ago, China MVP Jimmer Fredette, playing for Shanghai in the playoffs, started starting to engage NBA teams on March return. He scored thirty-seven and a half points per game. Could we see Jimmer Fredette back in the association? We'll see. When
1: will we see Jimmer Fredette? Because it's going to happen. You think it's going to happen? I I just don't know. I don't know. Like even if it's just for the next month, you know, six weeks, why, why wouldn't you take a flyer on Jimmer Fredette? Like, because, Why would you not do that?
0: Because I
1: understand you we're very seasons, pro-Jimmer here. I get it.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I, I love Jimmer. I'm just thinking from the other side here. We've seen what he can do in the NBA already, right? Why wouldn't you take
1: a flyer on him, honestly? And, and even if he's the 13th, 14th, or 15th guy, his season's done. Bring him in. See what he can do. We've just been saying this for a long time with the same results.
0: So I'm wondering why they'd suddenly be different, you know? Isn't that insanity? Because this
1: is now, and that was then. <laughs> Isn't that insanity? That is the only reasoning you need to know. Okay. he's the Jimmer. He is the Jimmer,
0: indeed. He's a demigod. Uh, the Twitter question today, which player is the key to success of the Gonzaga Invitational, a.k.a. the West Coast Conference Tournament? I'm sure the league loves when we call it that. For BYU. <laughs> at 86 WI Coug. Use the hashtag BYUSN, by the way. Weigh in. For BYU always seems to come down to guard play. Meek and Childs do their inside damage. Need Haas bryant Emery to D-up and shoot well. Shooting well, I think, is really important. Um, you got to be 40% plus in these games, hopefully 45. If you can get up to 50, you're going to win, probably. And then to D-up. I, th- I think that's the key, and President Coach Steve Cleveland just said, BYU needs to be engaged defensively and active in every game.
1: Well, that's exactly what they were at Gonzaga and yes. at Portland. I mean, those, are, those were games where as hard as they were working on offense, they were working just as hard on defense. And, I mean, I, I think that goes without saying that BYU's defense, we're talking about keys. That's certainly one key. Because, yeah. I mean, we, I think we all expect the offense, whoever it comes from, the offense is going to be there. It, it just has been, for the most part. Yeah. It, it, defense is, is how you're going to continue to advance. Yeah.
0: I, I wonder what the goal is for BYU here from, you know, fans' perspective. To me, it's just to get to Tuesday. If you could beat St. Mary's, You're like, hey, successful West Coast Conference tournament. Yeah, that's. You don't have to win the whole thing. That would be amazing, right? And speaking of, I I can't forget to take the turning hat. I'm going to set it right by me. Yeah, you need to to just take
1: that off the set and put it with your stuff, because that needs to make. What if I just
0: put it right on the microphone here, and that way I won't forget it at all? No, you're You're, right. Yeah, you need to
1: put that with your things, otherwise you will forget it. I'll put it on my laptop, right. All right. How about Wait, this With one? my tissues, that I'm using all show. <laughs> yes. yes. Remember, take those with you. You've already used some of them. <laughs> At Milton underscore rat, Corbin Kafusi. Oh. The man has one job, and he's going to do it. Hashtag beat Gonzaga. His one job is to guard Karnowski.
0: Will BYU even get to Tuesday so Corbin can guard Karnowski?
1: W- was, his, was his play, the, the offensive rebound and putback, was that the biggest play of that game?
0: No, I think Mika beating the shot clock. I think T.J. Haas carrying it early. I think. Uh, oh, so you're just going to try Mika's it block was Mika's block. Mika's block was, 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 was just fantastic. That was a man's play, dude. I I think that Mika in that moment said, "Collins, I disrespect you as a human <laughs> being. I'm now going to deny
1: you." But I'll, I will tell you this: if there's one highlight, I'm going to remember from that game. And there's a lot. And, yeah. and I think number two would probably be the Mika block. Number two? Yes. But I think the one highlight I'm going to remember from that game is Corbin Kafusi's rebound and put back. Because at that yeah. point, they were up two. i put it away. And they're like, they're going to do this right they're after that. Four, and then Gonzaga turned, turned it over, and then Mika gets fouled.
0: Gonzaga didn't score like the last several minutes of the game. It was weird. Like last minute and a half. They just didn't score, period. Continuing on Twitter, at D, fan for life Bryant. Last two games, he took control Kobe? and had calming effect. Thank goodness, no. He wouldn't live the honor code. And had calming effect on the team so they could execute and not freak out if behind. Having another dude, and, and Elijah Bryant reminds me of Kyle Collinsworth in that he's a bigger dude, he's a mismatch offensively a lot of times. Josh Perkins is guarding Elijah Bryant at the end. So what does Bryant do? He gets right at the rim
1: and lays it in. To tie the game at seventy-one. I think what Coach Cleveland was talking about, how you know, looking in, you know, Elijah Bryant's eyes after that Portland game is like you could just see the confidence. I mean, it was. I mean, it it, it was tangible. Yeah. How confident he was after that game, and you know, hey, the more weapons BYU can have firing on all cylinders heading into this week, because the name of the game is to get hot for three games. Yes, get hot. That's all you need to do is play well for three games.
0: That was the greatest performance from an Elijah since 1838. (laughs) At MLPing, Nick Emery, with 11 minutes to go in the Zag game, Emery hit his first three-pointer, and I knew we could win. That's how it is most games. Will Nick Emery emerge a little more in Vegas? I wonder. Why not? That's how you live your life. Why not? Coming up, in case you missed it, the All West Coast Conference Awards. What time is the spring football game? And Jimmer Fredette, a little bit of news there. As he engages teams in China, in the U.S. as well, it's Cougar Whip Around. It's coming up after the break. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Jimmer,
1: it's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. The West Coast Conference Basketball Awards are out. Eric Mika and TJ Haas were named to the All-WCC First Team. Haas and Yulee Childs were named to the All-WCC Freshman Team. By the way, TJ Haas is the first BYU freshman to be First Team All-League since Danny Ainge did it in 1978. Wow, women's basketball. Maybe
0: he'll wear a Blue Jays jersey too. Cassie Broadhead was named the West Coast Conference Player of the Year to mark the fourth consecutive season and fifth overall that a Cougar has earned the conference's top award. Clonnie Purcell was named Defensive Player of the Year. Broadhead and Purcell, first team All-League. Mackenzie Paul's first, second teamer, and Brenna Chase made the All-Freshman Team.
1: Football! The spring game is coming up on the 25th of March. That will be at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It is free admission. Also, Jamal Williams is at the NFL Combine today. He is going through his medical examinations as well as his interviews. Jimmer! Fredette had 33 points, 14
0: rebounds today in China, and a 95-92 come-from-behind win to take a 2-1 series lead in the best five quarterfinals for the Shanghai Sharks. Also, about 25 minutes ago, half an hour ago, NBA reporter Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted the following. Sources, China MVP Jimmer Fredette playing for Shanghai in the playoffs starting to engage NBA
1: teams on March return.
0: Track and field.
1: 11 athletes will represent BYU at the NCAA Indoor Track and Field Championships coming up next week in College Station, Texas.
0: Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. helping you need it most. DexterLaw.com. I want to give it to Cassie Broadhead. She averaged... 3.9 points per game last year, and today she's the West Coast Conference Player of the Year
1: after averaging 18 a game. And it was a no-brainer. She has dominated this league. That's awesome. Leading the team in scoring, leading the conference in scoring. She has been fantastic. And she was not
0: assumed to do such either. I mean, she put in work in the offseason. Yes. Little Jimmer. She's from upstate New York. (laughs) Yeah, the lady Jimmer. Awesome. Awesome. Which player is the key to success of the Gonzaga Invitational, aka West Coast Conference Tournament for BYU? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
3: It's Twitter time.
0: At Jaker Kemp. After this weekend, I'm going to say a lot. Eli. No, say it like he, the I must say Eli. <laughs> Mika will be Mika. Rest of the team can be a little off, but if Eli is on fire emoji, look out. Eli. Uh, he's, a, he's an interesting choice.
1: Yeah, I mean, choice yeah. Th- th- I, that doesn't surprise me, though. Like I said, I mean, you can certainly make a case that he is the key, especially the way he's played over the last two or three games. I,
0: I think LMU goes, wait, he had how many against Portland? That's another guy we got a game plan for at an elite level. Wow.
1: Yeah. RE, elite tweet of the day comes from at one bald Cairo doc. Dastrip, What? Yeah, we need another tweet from Dastrip. The dude nailed it last time. The tweet was a, a game-changer, wasn't it? It was a game-changer. What will the celebration be if they <laughs> we, we, win three games in Vegas?
0: If they win three games in Vegas, this will be absolutely insane. Because it'd be three top 25 wins in four games.
1: What will you do okay. if...
0: BYU the wins hat.
1: the WCC the t- tournament. Everyone's like, shave your head, they won. I'm like, no, I'm not going to shave my head. How much do you regret even starting that? Uh, I don't. Because now I don't. everybody just expects you to immediately shave your head when they need something big to happen with BYU basketball. <laughs> when in doubt, Sharon will shave his head and it will happen. Yeah. Let's have, let's have Lauren
0: Frankum shave her head. That'd be awesome.
1: I don't think I don't think that's going to happen.
0: No, I don't think so either. Nor do we want Spencer to shave his head. It's been a great day. Our final day from Provo. That's right. We're gonna you, be in Vegas tomorrow. You guys
1: are literally leaving to drive I, down to Vegas. Uh,
0: like in 30 seconds. I know. Yeah.
1: Thank you to our guests, Steve Cleveland and Moroni Lauluputatau, plus everybody on our crew. Conversation continuing 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN.
0: Shows on demand, BYUSN.com, audio podcast on iTunes, and the TuneIn app. For Jason, I'm Jeremy. Shout out to Keegan Kane. BYU Sports Nation we will be back at it tomorrow from Sin City, Las Vegas, baby, from the Orleans Arena.